The son of a farm laborer, never at school more than 12 months, in youth a journeyman shoemaker, he raised himself to the high places of fame, honor, and power, and by unwearied study made himself an authority in the history of his country and of liberty. An eloquent public speaker to whom the Senate and people eagerly listened, he dealt with and controlled vast public expenditure during a great civil war, yet lived and died poor, and left to his grateful countrymen the memory of an honorable public service and a good name far better than riches. This is the text chiseled into a copper tablet which hangs on the wall of the Vice President's office in the United States Capitol. While short, the plaque encapsulates the heroism and humbleness of a man known to very few Americans, Henry Wilson. In the coming episodes, we'll explore the life of Henry Wilson, how he rose to fame, honor, and power, how he controlled vast public expenditures during a great civil war, his rise from poverty, and how he changed the history of his country and of liberty, along with so much more, including his possible affair with a Confederate spy, his feuds with Abraham Lincoln, and even the role which he played in President Richard Nixon's Watergate scandal nearly a hundred years after his death. While exploring the life of Henry Wilson, we'll also look at key events in the Civil War. While I'll have the honor of telling the story of Wilson's life, you'll also hear from experts and historians. I look forward to taking this journey with you in learning about the life and legacy of Henry Wilson and the Civil War. On today's introductory episode, we'll be reviewing who Henry Wilson was, what he did, and why his service has fascinated me. Let's begin our journey of Henry Wilson and the Civil War. So who was Henry Wilson? Born in 1812, Henry Wilson grew to become one of the most prominent and honored figures of the Civil War. Throughout his 18 years in the U.S. Senate, Henry Wilson drafted countless pieces of legislation which worked to expand the rights of all Americans. As an ardent abolitionist, Wilson dedicated his life to ending slavery. Wilson served as a colonel during the Civil War, although never seeing combat himself, his regiment fought in many iconic battles. During the war, Wilson served as the chair of the Senate Military Affairs Committee, which directly dealt with funding the Union Army and was central in passing legislation for raising troops and forming a draft. Wilson worked closely with the Lincoln administration during the war and was one of the loudest voices in pushing Abraham Lincoln towards an Emancipation Proclamation, which would later be based on Wilson's bill which abolished slavery in Washington, D.C. Following the war, Wilson worked with his colleagues in blocking much of the legislation proposed by President Johnson following the death of Lincoln, attempting to pass a much more progressive Reconstruction legislative package. In his later years in the Senate, Wilson was one of the only senators to support women's suffrage. In 1872, Wilson was nominated as President Grant's vice presidential running mate, Grant and Wilson were successful, and Wilson became the 18th Vice President of the United States, 
which is the position that he held when he died in 1875. You had a person who was essentially born into poverty in, in New Hampshire, moved to Massachusetts, became a businessman and active in the abolitionist cause, and comes into national politics. You know, it's a real rags-to-riches story. This is Betty Coed, a United States Senate historian. You'll be hearing more of her voice later on in the series, once we get to Wilson's election to the Senate. He becomes a major figure in Civil War and Reconstruction era and rises all the way to the vice presidency. That is a, a true American tale. It's a true American success story. And uh, his legacy is wrapped up in all of these issues. And so as we talk about any of these issues that deal with particularly the post-Civil War uh, fight for civil rights for African-Americans, Henry Wilson's legacy is always going to be a part of that story. Besides his career in politics, Wilson worked as a laborer for much of his life. In his teenage years, his family was so impoverished, he was forced to become an indentured servant, a form of class-based labor in which men and women were basically owned by masters for a period of time before being paid at the end of their multi-year service. Following his farming work, Wilson became a shoemaker in Natick, Massachusetts, gaining much success in his shoemaking business. Being an indentured servant and absolutely poverty-stricken, Wilson never received a full elementary education going to school usually just one day each month. Wilson taught himself to read and write, all while overcoming a speech impediment. Wilson married in 1840 and had just one son who he adored and whose death he was devastated by. In his later years, he became the adoptive father of a little girl, an interesting story which you'll hear about later in the series. Today, despite his inspiring life and long resume of public service, very few know Wilson as a major player in the events of the war. There are many reasons as to why this is, which we'll explore in later episodes. Since I began researching, I've had a mission to bring Henry Wilson's fascinating life story to a 21st century audience. I attended Henry Wilson Middle School, lived in the Henry Wilson Historical District, and drove past the cemetery that Wilson and his family are buried in. Yet before I began my research on Wilson, I knew very little about him. Wilson's life provides us with more than just a look into the past. I think we can learn some important things about our present and future. Progress isn't always linear. Success isn't consistent. One of the many voices you'll hear throughout the series is that of Joe Weiss. This is Joe Weiss, and I have always been interested in uh, history. One of the aspects, of course, here in Natick, Massachusetts, is having Henry Wilson reside here in Natick for 40 years or more. And I began to do some research on him back uh, around 2017, have done some programs and presentations on him in various venues and uh, have been intrigued by his life story and political success. Here's Joe's story as to why he began studying Henry Wilson. Okay, well, of course, living in Natick for the past uh, 37 years, have known about Wilson in general, his shoe shop here still standing in Natick. Um, and some of the stories I heard about him enabled me once retiring and 
having the time, I decided to take it on as a project in conjunction, of course, with the Natick Historical Society that has been invaluable in the materials and interest and research and presentations that I did uh, beyond that um, and a great help that they made in making that uh, possible. And again, looking at today's um, government and the fact that people are following party and not principle, I found it compelling to look back at Henry Wilson's life and the way he conducted himself in government, finding that he followed principle and actually was a part of three parties over his life, not just one, because he left parties because he did not agree with them any longer. And yet today, whether people agree with party or not, they hold on to the values of party politics above and beyond their own principles. So those are a few things that struck me uh, early on. Another voice you'll frequently hear is John L. Myers. John wrote three books on Henry Wilson's career and life. Uh, I'm John Myers. Uh, I formerly was employed at State University of New York, Plattsburgh, and I have three volumes on the life of Henry Wilson. This is what he had to say about why he became interested in Wilson. Most of my research in the early part of my career was on the anti-slavery movement, primarily the agency system uh, of the American Anti-Slavery Society. But I was also teaching courses in Civil War and Reconstruction and the later part of the, the anti-slavery movement. So I thought, what device can I use to enable me better to understand the Civil War and Reconstruction and there had not been a biography in those days on Wilson, Henry Wilson for many years. So I decided that he would be the device I would use to enable me to better understand the period from, let's say, 1840 on to the, into the 1870s. So I began studying Henry Wilson. By the end of the series, I hope I can share my appreciation for him and his service with you. I'm looking forward to elaborating on all the previously mentioned topics and telling the story of the life of Henry Wilson and the Civil War. Thank you so much for listening to the first introductory episode of Henry Wilson and the Civil War. If you have a question or comment about Henry Wilson, please email me at henrywilsonpodcast at gmail.com. In the coming episodes, we'll be discussing many topics which I'm looking forward to sharing with you. Throughout my research, along with letters, newspaper articles, and my conversation with experts, I relied heavily on the three more contemporary biographies written on Henry Wilson. So a special thanks to the historians who wrote these biographies. John Abbott for his book, Cobbler in Congress, Ernest McKay's Practical Radical, A Portrait of a Politician, and John L. Myers, the person you just heard from, Henry Wilson and the Coming of the Civil War, Senator Henry Wilson and the Civil War, and Henry Wilson and the Era of Reconstruction. 
A big thank you to all of the authors and historians I spoke to, whose interviews provided the backbone of this podcast. A special thanks to all of the institutions which guided me in research and provided me with resources, especially the Massachusetts Historical Society, the Boston Public Library, the Library of Congress, the Natick Historical Society, the Morse Institute Library in Natick, Massachusetts, and many others which helped provide me with many of Wilson's scattered letters. You can find all of my research resources on my site, henrywilsonhistory.com. Once again, thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoy Henry Wilson and the Civil War as much as I enjoy making it. Thank you.